Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. Hello, Hostel Homies. This episode is brought to you by The Hostel Group. Visit thehostelgroup.com and support hostels by booking direct. Welcome back. Long summer hiatus. No episodes. Thank you for still tuning in to the old episodes. It's been a couple months since, uh, since we've released one. I hope your summers have been excellent. I hope you've done some very adventurous things, spontaneous I hope you bought a flight to a city you've never heard of and just just went for it. Whether or not you you traveled or not, I hope you did some some fun, spontaneous things. Uh, I hope you got to act like a a tourist in your own city. Hope on the way home from work you drove past your street on purpose just so you could drive in a different part of your neighborhood. You know, just spontaneous things. Just you know, making eye contact with a stranger at a farmer's market and then deciding, hey, I'm gonna we're gonna go to a festival together in the middle of the middle of the desert. I'm I'm worried that this podcast just really promotes trusting strangers too much, but that's kind of what we're getting at. Most people are most people are great. This episode today is episode 48. My ego took charge again and I needed to record some episodes about my springtime Europe trip. I had some things to clear up. I needed to I never really went into my trip in Istanbul. There was a there was an episode where I talked about getting bamboozled and robbed and kind of falling into a tourist trap, which was definitely my fault. Uh, but I never really talked about the great parts about that city. So, so this, this first part episode will, will go into my, my trip there, the great things that happened there. And, uh, as well as a a trip to England and I've got Will Thompson, uh, my beloved guest host, uh, asking me some questions and, and giggling with me and just nerding out about travel as, uh, as this podcast is all about. These next few episodes, we'll be diving into that springtime Europe trip, but we've got a lot of great episodes already recorded with with guests with amazing perspectives. We've got a flight attendant. We've got this badass from Belgium who was in Doctors Without Borders. Uh, but without further ado, this is part one of Joe uh, Has an Ego and Went to Europe Again. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with guest host Will Thompson. Damn, I took a lot of journals, a mm. lot of entries. Very good. Mm. Can I just tell you this first one, how it starts? Yeah, but don't tell me where you went. Chasing the sunset, period. What? That's the first journal entry? That, the, no, that's the, that's the one from uh, Madrid to JFK. That's me on the way home. Okay, okay. Chasing the sunset. Hostile homies, my, my ego made me do this. Another episode where I'm the guest, another episode where Will Thompson is the host. Just for a moment, I thought you were waiting for me to say the host, and it was very stressful. <laughs> it says, finish each other's sentences. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about your traveling. Yes, this is another Euro adventure that I kind of did, like, not too far from the other one. You're so, obsessed with Europe, aren't you? I'm, I'm a little... I, I drank the Kool-Aid on Europe. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I've i had people be like, you, there's a lot of other continents that you should go to that you haven't been to yet. 
and I will go there. Do you um, know about the other ones? I've heard about them. Like <laughs> I've looked on the map and been like, what was that? That's all the way over there? Nah. Asia. <laughs> Asia, that sounds different. Antarctica. <laughs> what is going on <laughs> up or down there? What is the north? Oh, North Pole. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I went to Europe and I spent six weeks this time. It was still, it was, wasn't as long as the last trip, but it was one of those things where I did not know how long the trip was even going to be at the beginning. I thought it might be like a week long trip. It almost sounds like you're self-conscious about it only being six weeks. <laughs> like you're barely dipping your toes. This one was only six weeks. Yeah, it was only, yeah, sorry guys. I, we probably won't dive into too much because I was only there for a month and a half. <laughs> Most of it's about the airport. <laughs> there was just a lot of layovers in those six weeks, man. <laughs> they add up. So that journal entry mm -hmm. that you just shared with me before we started recording. Yes. Chasing the sunset. That's how I started my final journal entry from, I always do a journal entry when I'm on a plane. That's from Madrid to JFK and it starts with chasing the sunset. And it has to do with Spanish sunsets. I've always said that Spanish sunsets are very patient. Hey, spoilers. Hey now, hey, hey now, whoa, we haven't even gotten into the daytime. You're talking sunsets. <laughs> well, let's talk about the morning. I mean, we'll get to Spain. We'll get to Spain. Spain was the last the last trip. This we'll we'll do this out of order, kind of like memento style, where people are like, wait, is that the, <laughs> the pulp fiction? What is this? <laughs> are they dead <laughs> yeah let's build a puzzle but let's give our listeners an easy first piece yes where do you go to first i flew from new york to london okay i took the red eye i got in was real out of it that's that's what i was reading <laughs> the difference between <laughs> the journal entry on the way there and the journal entry back is just mind-blowing the contrast of like <laughs> on the way there i'm like kind of sad confused pretty tired <laughs> then, so on the way back it's like chasing the sunset baby <laughs> <laughs> the days are ending <laughs> chasing the sunset baby <laughs> just got a pair of sunglasses and a shirt and that's all i need <laughs> just like, kind of poetic kind of <laughs> kind of weird journal entry one the darkness is closing in. <laughs> I can only see in the walls that I've been here for days. <laughs> and then it's like, easy breezy peasy. <laughs> so you got used to it. I, I like, yeah, I got a little better at the, uh, at the being on a plane part, I guess. Or, or I think it just like that trip did what it needed to do. I think those are, that's a mm. good example of like what six weeks of traveling does to me is like, you know, right before I go and like the mood I'm in to like right when I'm coming back and, and the mood I'm in from there. Okay. Well, that's a good segue. Why did you go on this trip? I, well, I bought the trip, uh, the $88 Norwegian flight to Edinburgh originally and Norwegian as cheap as they are, um, uh, pretty bad, <laughs> pretty bad this airline. This podcast is sponsored by Norwegian, <laughs> Norwegian Airlines. Norwegian Air. Most of my travels have been sponsored by them. They've, you know, I, I'll, I'll say a lot of bad stuff about them, and I'll keep going. They, <laughs> That's how you get sponsorships. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, stop saying that. You talk so much smack that they give you money to stop. <laughs> they're like, please, <laughs> please be easy on... The Basically, I think my flight got pushed back multiple times, like like months, where I because it kept working out for me where I was like, well, if you're going to cancel it, I'll, I guess I'll push it back two more months, and like I kept working out that mm -hmm. way. 
And then it was like a week before and they're like, hey, it's canceled again. I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> I can't keep playing, doing this dance with you. So I had them change it to London because I was actually going to like a self-improvement seminar, like a four-day thing out in London mm. that I was going to like go and like make a whole trip out of for that um, to like, you know, just work on myself and be away from my hometown in order to like fully do it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think I think it was a it was a really good way to start the trip because I, you know, I spent four days like really focusing on my goals and what I want and all this stuff, and then I got to sit for like five more weeks after that, kind of with my own thoughts and and work all that out. Is that all you did in London? I mean, I'm not. No, London. London was that, and then and then a very good friend of mine got back to London right as that event was ending and we got to spend a lot of time together. Someone who I hadn't seen since my last trip and yeah, just, just a lovely time. It sounds great. Yeah. yeah Any yeah. highlights from London besides the seminars? Yeah, I, w I went to the Twinings Tea Room. That I really liked. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because Twinings is like when I'm back home with my grandma, that's what we drink. And so it was like a great way for me to send my grandma a picture of me in the Twinings Tea Room. Like she got to enjoy that day too. You know, because that's what grandmas do. They're like, they get stoked about what their grandkids do. Do you have a favorite kind of tea? Yeah, we, we do the uh, lemon twist. Okay. Um, which they didn't have at the tea huh. room. And I kind of felt a little posh going in there. I was like, well, you guys don't have the lemon twist. Well, it was embarrassing for them, not for you. <laughs> Very much so. I was like, yeah, really, because my grandma orders like four boxes a week. Like, you guys should have some. <laughs> and they're like, why do you think we're out? <laughs> yeah, she just, Carolyn just took all of it. <laughs> I'm an Earl Grey guy myself. And they do a good Earl Grey. I, I recommend going and doing the, the reason i went to these tea rooms other than my grandma being the sweetest and wanting to show her a picture of me in a tea room is i interviewed someone for the podcast who owns her own tea room and oh. she talked about how cool it is to go to different countries and like explore oh. their tea culture especially in the uk they have like such a big tea culture out there yeah so you yeah. go to these tea rooms and it's very like high class and like you know bring you like cake with your tea and yeah, you just get to feel fancy that's awesome. It was a good time. But where'd you go after London? So London, I think I was at the point where I didn't know what I was doing for work and I didn't know if I was going to have to come back to the States. Mm -hmm. So I was there for like 10 days and then like it was one of those things where I just kept getting like one more night at an Airbnb or like one mm -hmm. more night at a different hostel and kind of going back and forth there. and. Then eventually I was like, I'm gonna go to Istanbul. Like I'm gonna, I, you know, I heard you talk about Istanbul, and I'd also read this book on my last trip called Hippie by Paulo Coelho. Yeah, yeah. And like it lined up so much with my trip last time, with like you know they they go through Amsterdam and all mm -hmm. all the kind mm -hmm. of the places that I was at last time, and they end it in Istanbul. And I was like, well, I finished that book. I should probably go to Istanbul. It seems seems like a nice sign. And yeah, it was, uh, Istanbul was a lot of ups and downs and oh. I, I loved Turkey in general. I loved Turkey in total, yeah. Yeah, well I know that you just made me the official host, but I'm actually <laughs> gonna pass the torch back to you because yeah. you just jogged my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have been to Istanbul too. You've been to Istanbul. I sent you a, a recommendation. I said you should definitely get a hammam, the bathing ritual thing. Yes. Right? Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you are cleaned. Yes. You don't clean yourself, you are cleaned. So I got cleaned. I got a hammam. How do you call it? A hammam. A hammam. Yeah. I got a hammam. Okay. Um, and it was delightful. I, I've, got, I've gotten the like Turkish massages out here at the Russian and Turkish yeah. baths. And so I've had like a big man named Vladimir like beat the shit out of me before 
because that's what they do at those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was so much more polite. It's in the same wheelhouse. <laughs> it's definitely this was uh, the one I went to specifically because they kind of gave me those options at my hostel. She was like, the owner of the hostel was like, look, you can go here and get a traditional one. And I'm like, is it where they kind of beat the shit out of you? And she's like, yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's going to hurt you. I mean, they're going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> it's going to happen. Goodbye. And she's like, or you can go to this other one, which is like a lot newer. It's going to have a lot less of the history. But she's like, I, you know, it, it might be a more actually enjoyable experience. Mm -hmm. and, Istanbul was a lot of working for me, so I was like, I think I just need like the enjoyable massage. But it was still the yeah, same yeah. thing, like literally lay you on a platform and like bathe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you're like covered in soap and like they they bathe you. Yeah, no, I felt like I had no control over the situation. Yeah. I was just buckled in and I was <laughs> I was along for the ride. For for better and for worse. Like no control in the way where you're like you feel kinda like a a kid, like kinda like a baby. No yeah, yeah. no joke. But also like also in kind of a good way where you're like, I can just kind of lay back and, you know, have no responsibilities right now. Yeah, I feel like I could have just stayed in that hamam experience for the rest of my life. <laughs> I Is that actually what it's called? Are we just saying mom experience? My mom experience. I wish I could just stay in that mom. Right? I wish I could stay in that mother experience the rest of my You're life. You're just talking about being a fetus, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah I just yeah, thought it was yeah, really yeah, comfortable. Yeah, we're talking about the womb, right? <laughs> Womb homies. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Istanbul? Oh, you went there? That's cool. Yeah, I was just talking about this yeah. and being a baby. So one thing that I really, really loved about Istanbul personally mm -hmm. is that if you really, really scan the area, it's difficult to do, but if you look hard enough, you can spot a cat. Oh, always. Yeah. I really <laughs> liked that too. Yeah, it like brought my love for cats back. And you, it, your voice was in my head a lot when I was walking through Istanbul because you made the point of like people walk around and they have cat food. Yeah. And they give, you know, it's, it's kind of like a community effort to feed these cats. And then also you made the point of these cats are just kind of doing their own thing. They don't, they're not like house cats who kind of need you and like rub up against you a lot. They're just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like I'm going to hang out in this tree. I'm a cat. Like I don't really need humans. Hey, I forget. Where do you stand on swearing in your podcast? Fucking go for it. Okay, well, yeah, those cats don't give a freaking hoot. <laughs> I mean, you'll be in a restaurant, and like, I would be in a restaurant and see like three cats just like, I don't know, brushing against people's legs, which is super dope. But also just like jumping up on like counters oh, yeah. in the restaurant. This reminds me of a little story because a cat led me to my favorite restaurant. Oh, what? Yeah, a cat. I was walking and this cat was following me like this was one of the cats that actually i, I mean i was also being that that person who's like kitty <laughs> like i was doing that shit because yeah, i was like this cat's dude, adorable yeah, i want to pet this cat and i kind of had it start following me and then i forgot the name of it but this girl just goes darden it was like she yells like darden and i was like what and she's like oh the cat like that cat and i look up and there's a sign that says darden she's like yeah, yeah it's named after that store it lives at that store oh like, whoa. oh no way and so i start talking to this girl who's a waitress at this restaurant and this is right actually after i had the hamam the, mm -hmm. yeah, the so you're massage. fresh and clean so i was fresh and clean and we talked for a second she was super nice and she said you should come back you know, she's like obviously working for this restaurant. She wants me to yeah. come back to it. But she was like, you should come back here. Like the food's amazing. And, and I ate there four nights in a row after oh, that. Oh, whoa. And like the person, the, 
the person there who who told me to come in, like we developed this nice friendship. Yeah. Her name's Zora. She's speaks cool five name. languages. She's from Morocco, just like super cool. Um, and so like every night I would just like end my sort of work slash travel day and like just have really good food and then slowly like just kind of like fall asleep in this really relaxing restaurant <laughs> called Babel. Very, very yeah. sweet. It, just delicious Turkish food. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was great. I found a few cats in a sample <laughs> that I, sorry, I was super hung up on the cats. <laughs> no, this, no, this is going to be like 40 the, minutes of the, the podcast. The way you said it, I found a few cats. Dude, yeah, I'm proud of it because, I mean, let me rephrase it. I crafted a few strong lifelong bonds with a few cats around Istanbul. Yeah? Yeah, I would see them like, I had a different group of cats, don't. Don't tell them about this. But like <laughs> one, of them, so <laughs> one of them I would see in the morning, mm-hmm. right, outside of my uh, my Airbnb, mm-hmm. and I'd say hello. But when I would come home at night, it'd be a different group of cats. <laughs> and there was one cat in each group that would always, like, run up to me, and yeah. I would spend, like, five minutes just, like, sitting down, like, petting it and whatnot. <laughs> you get, like, a fun animal friend group out there. That yeah. you, don't, you don't, like, get that in other... Like, in New York, it's not like, ah, I have my rat friends. Like, you don't yeah. get, like... <laughs> No, but I miss these two specific cats really badly. Yeah. Usually the friends that you make along the way. <laughs> hey, isn't that in part what this podcast what is about? That's what it's all about. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it can be hostile homies don't have to be human. Hey, hey, I like that. They don't have to be human, man. Yeah. What's crazy is that, I mean, cats work this way. Like, you could probably go stay in that exact Airbnb and you'd see those cats again. I'd like to think they would recognize me because I was very, very kind. I picked up cat food. Yeah. Yeah, as a tourist, that's amazing. Yeah, because well, really most good. stores, as you know out there, most stores sell cat food. Like yeah. it's like it's like cigarettes at regular stores. You know, it's like oh yeah, you want your okay, you got mints. Do you want your cat food? Like yeah. it's you kind know? of a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> and you you kind of get over like when you get there, you first kind of smell the smell of cat food a lot, and then you're like, mm, no, nah, yeah. I just don't really mind this anymore. The way they treat their animals out there is is a really good sign of like the type of people out there. Where else did you go in in Istanbul? So Istanbul started out really weird. I don't know if I told you about it or I got an Airbnb and look, this is called Hostel Homies for a reason. I, I effed up and got an Airbnb pretty yeah. far away from like where everything's happening. And okay. not to say that like going outside of the main tourist areas is bad. I think that's great to do. But this was like a couple steps further than that. Mm-hmm. It would be like, you know, if, if someone was like, oh, you should go to New York City. And someone's like, yeah, yeah, great. I just got to stay in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. I got like deep, deep Bronx, like like Yonkers. Yeah. I got a I got a great Airbnb in Yonkers. Mm-hmm. And then you spent a week there, and you were like, I didn't really, I don't really get the buzz. Yeah. <laughs> like the first couple of days was that it was me really far away. And like, like yeah. long story short about the Airbnb, like I showed up, and I'm uh, you know I mentioned to the guy I'm like I'm gonna be working the whole time like you know, do you have like high speed internet, all this stuff. And I get there and it's just like, if he was trying to get the worst rating, like he was, he was so nice. And so I, I like, don't mean to say this to be mean, but like, it's, it's like if someone was like, all right, for this one, just try and get a two star, or one star, like just see what you can say. Because I got there and I was like, Hey, like I've been flying all day. Like, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to take a shower. And he's like, great. And I was like, yeah, is there a towel? And like that's uh, for and Airbnb. He says, no. It very maybe and he goes, he goes like very confident. No, 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 no towel, no towel. Like, okay. It was it was like midnight, so it was already like really late, like unable to find this stuff. And like <laughs> yeah. he's like, 
<laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, I need to sign on to Wi-Fi so I can, you know, like uh, start doing my work or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, no, no Wi-Fi, no Wi-Fi. And I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of like the main point of yeah. my, the Airbnb was doing this. And so, and so he goes, oh, no Wi-Fi, but, and then he like kind of like pulls out a flashlight and starts like looking under. I'm like, oh, maybe he's plugging it in. And then he sets up a lamp over, over this chair and yeah. just kind of goes, yeah, but we got that. <laughs> it's like I was oh, like cool anti-internet yeah. dope yeah like for sure yeah and like still like just trying to trying to go along with this and then I'm sitting down there with him and then he frames you for murder <laughs> like it's it's not far from that like, <laughs> the things that he did like first of all the house like was wasn't clean at all and like he was midway cleaning it like I appreciate that he was putting in the effort but some guy just like walks out of his bathroom into his room kind of like while we're talking and I was like yes yeah, so, all right so what's up because <laughs> this is just your house and he goes no no don't worry that's just my friend he's just here because he's sick I went, <laughs> I went sick like sick. this guy is he's a gnarly friend yeah no no he's uh yeah he's kind of ill right now that's why he's staying here so don't worry about it and I went that's like that's honestly what would be the thing I'd be most worried about yeah if, like, <laughs> I wasn't worried about him being ill and 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 so I was like, tra- there was a little bit of a language barrier, but I was like, oh, you know. that guy don't don't worry your pretty little head. He's just infected. <laughs> he just has an has a illness, airborne. Illness. And he's not on your side of the room. He's sleeping on the other side of the room. So no worries there. You will be using the same bathroom. Yeah, uh, yeah, he'll be here. So it, it was just it just kept doing things like this, like more and more. And the, he made the comment before he left. Oh, well, okay. He, he was leaving for the night. It was a Saturday night, so he was going out. And so uh-huh. he's like, he's like, is it cool if like my friends and I come back here at like, I don't know, like eight a.m. What? And, and I was like, nah, I, I was like, it's your house, but not, not really. I don't. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Yeah. But like, no, I, I don't know. Like, if you are you gonna be quiet? He's like, well, he's like, all right, maybe not, but we'll just try to be quiet if we come back. <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> but I guess we'll try. I guess we can try and do that. And then right as he leaves, he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, and the window you can keep open because like we don't have any sound issues here, and we're like far away from everything. So I was like, okay, I, yeah. I believe that. And then <laughs> I get woken up because we're right next to a mosque, and like the mosque speaker is literally right outside the window. <laughs> and so the uh, adhan, or in uh, uh, in Turkey, it's called the adhan. They call it a prayer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh It's. It's a very beautiful sound, but when you're not expecting it, it well, is and when the, the speaker is outside of your window, it's meant yes. for the, like, to service the neighborhood, the whole neighborhood, <laughs> and not some like scared dude from America <laughs> at 5 a.m. who like when I heard it, the first thing I like <laughs> I turned on my phone, I just typed in Istanbul right now, <laughs> like what's happening <laughs> in Istanbul right now. But I also love that. Maybe when he said like, "Oh, don't worry about closing the window. There's no issue with sound. You'll hear it. You'll yeah. You'll know that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> so, long story short, and I and I told this other story on the on a podcast a few episodes back. But I also fell into a tourist trap out there. I won't go too far into that. But basically, got robbed like 170 bucks. And so my first couple of days Whoa. in Istanbul, I had all these friends reaching out to me, being like, "Oh, Istanbul is my favorite city." First couple days, I was very confused, and then you know what I did? Yeah, I got into a hostel. I I canceled the Airbnb and I went into the Katakoy region, got a hostel, mm. and it just changed everything. Like the entire vibe of my trip changed. Katakoy is good. Katakoy was so great. It's on the river, right? Yeah, it's really close because then you can walk down and then take the river to 
Karakoy, yeah, which is in uh-huh. Asia. Very confusing. Yes, very confusing. Also, super just nerdy dad shit where you're like, I took a thing, I took a ferry to Asia. Dude, yeah, I did the same thing. I went to Asia and like made a big deal, like oh, I went in between yeah. continents, baby. <laughs> yeah. That was that part was was really fun. But but like the people I met in the hostel there were outstanding. I met this this one guy from Saudi Arabia who was super into eat, pray, love. Oh, and yeah. it was like the it was the coolest because I'm I'm like I drink the Kool Aid on the self help books too. So it was like I got to like <laughs> talk with this guy who was like very devoted into uh, his religion. He was uh-huh. he was Muslim and and like hearing him talk about you know the way he looks at religion and then also the way he looked at eat, pray, love. He <laughs> yeah. was like he likes these books the same amount. <laughs> How how far into the conversation did you realize that he also liked Eat Pray Love? Also, you know, scratch that question. How did you find out that he likes Eat Pray Love? Dude, he was he talked about it so much. Oh, okay. He was talking about Eat Pray Love so much, and it made me so happy. <laughs> like, I thought that might have been your your go to icebreaker. I just hey, what do you feel? Eat Pray Love, book or movie? <laughs> <laughs> You like you pray love? No, I don't think it's really gonna work out. I think we should. I think we should probably see other people at this hostel. <laughs> we should probably talk to other people because I don't want to do that. But I met, I met a lot of interesting people who were there for interesting reasons. This one guy who was from both India and New York, he kind of split his time growing up. Raj, he was out there on research, so he was just mm-hmm. doing research for sto- like storytelling in the like VR world type of stuff. It was very cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, and then this girl, um, Shruti. Shruti was there being paid by her school just to travel and write about it. Oh, And okay. she was, you know, she couldn't go home. For, like the rules were like, you have to be on the road for at least a year. You can't come home. You know, you can't like see friends for more than a week at a time that you know before. But you can, but they'll pay for your travels the entire time. I just applied to the wrong school. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, that's that's the amazing thing about traveling is like you hear about all these like word of mouth experiences that like aren't really advertised to you normally. Yeah. And like these things exist, you just kind of have to look for them. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. kind of beautiful, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, like you know, it's. I mean, life is like a box of chocolates, yeah, right? Yeah, traveling, tra- yeah. traveling is like a box of chocolates, right? Shruti, for example, like. She was in my room and we were both just kind of quiet at first. I think we were both uh, just kind of tired and whatnot. And like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, just another like random person in a hostel that I probably won't talk to. And we started talking and ended up going to Hagia Sophia together. And everyone's perspective is really interesting if you just, if you're inquisitive enough to ask them, you know, what they're doing and, and why they're there. And if you're willing to go a little bit deeper and just figure out like, okay, who is this person actually? Yeah. I, I it like reminded me how much this trip reminded me how much I love hostels. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Hostel Airbnb homies. helped you remind me. It really did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and not to shit on Airbnb, but just specifically this one. <laughs> this one. Oh man! So, I mean, one thing that I really, really enjoyed about Istanbul is it mm-hmm. had this feeling of like, I don't know, I got like a few adrenaline rushes, not because mm-hmm. I was feeling like a like a fight or a flight feeling right Mm -hmm. but just because there's so much going on yes right the wildlife which is just cats but still (laughs) and then like people like i don't know zipping up and down these tiny narrow streets on like their mopeds and scooters and whatnot yes Yes. i don't know i feel like people are having conversations across alleyways like from their windows Mm -hmm. it just seems like there's so much going on it's like what people like about new york but with more cats and more danger and like in like a bustling fun way 
and less like anger. Yeah. Less. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe you just can't. You because if you don't speak the language, <laughs> you don't understand. They're saying the same thing. Get out of my way. Get out. I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. They're saying in Turkish, "Hey, I'm walking here." Hey, I'm looking for the Big Apple. You seen it? You know what they say in New York. You know the classic. You know the classic things they say. Yeah, I, I did. I I absolutely felt that, and it was definitely a place I was very sad to leave. It, mm. It's so funny, like being there at first. I had such a good flight there, and I met this really nice Turkish couple on mm -hmm. the flight there. We were flying. Um, it was like Atlas Airlines, and their baby's name was Atlas, and he was adorable. You have full oh. head of hair, and I learned from like a lot of the Turkish people that I met. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, babies out here are just born with full heads of hair." Oh, I thought you were about to say, "Yeah," and like every single person that I met, were like, "Oh, you met Atlas? Uh, oh, Atlas, <laughs> the fucking the, the second the baby coming. with the hair, the second coming." <laughs> yes, we know Atlas. He's Who famous. Doesn't? <laughs> He's as famous as those cats in Getty. <laughs> but I want to talk about my last night in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah that made the whole trip, like it could have just been that one night, made the whole trip to Istanbul worth it.